0: Theatre presents Sounds and Sweet Airs, the complete works of William Shakespeare. Time of Athens, Act 5
1: As I took note of the place, it cannot be far where she abides. What's to be thought of her? Does the rumour hold for true that she's so full of gold? Certainly. Then this breaking of her has been but a try for her friends. Nothing else. You shall see her a palm in Athens again and flourish with the highest. Therefore, it is not a miss we tender our loves to her. In this supposed distress of hers, it will show honestly in us and is very likely to load our purposes with what they travail for, if it be just a true report that goes of her having. What have you now to present unto her? Nothing at this time, but my visitation. Only I will promise her an excellent peace. I must serve her so too. Tell her of an intent that's coming toward her. Good as the best. To promise is most courtly and fashionable. Performance is a kind of will or testament which argues a great sickness in her judgment that makes it. I am thinking what I shall say I have provided for her. It must be a personating of myself, a satire against the softness of prosperity with a discovery of the infinite flatteries that follow youth and opulency. Nay, let's seek her. Then we do sin against our own estate when we may profit meet and come too late. True. When the day serves, before black born at night, find what thou want'st by free and offered light. Come. Hail, worthy Timon, our late noble mistress.
2: Have I once lived to see two honest men?
1: Madam. Having often of your open bounty tasted, hearing you were retired, your friends fallen off, whose thankless natures, oh, abhorred spirits, not all the whips of heaven are large enough. What, to you whose star-like nobleness gave life and influence to their whole being? I am rapt and cannot cover the monstrous bulk of this ingratitude
2: with any size of words. Let it go naked, men may see it the better, You that are honest, by being what you are, make them best seen and known.
1: He and myself have travailed in the great shower of your gifts,
2: and sweetly felt it. Aye, you are honest men. We are hither come to offer you our service. Most honest men! Why, how shall I requite you? Can you eat roots and drink cold water, no? What we can do,
1: we'll do to do you service.
2: Your honest men, you've heard that I have gold. I am sure you have. Speak truth, your honest men. So
1: it is said, my noble lady. But therefore came not my friend, nor I.
2: Good honest men! Thou drawest a counterfeit best in all Athens. Thou art indeed the best. Thou counterfeitest most lively. So-so, my lady. E'en so, sir, as I say. And for thy fiction, Why, thy verse swells with stuff so fine and smooth that thou art even natural in thine art. But for all this, my honest-natured friends, I must needs say you have a little fault. Mary, tis not monstrous in you, neither wish I you take much pains to mend.
1: Beseech your honour to make it known to us.
2: You'll take it ill. Most thankfully, my lady. Will you indeed?
1: Doubt it not, worthy lady.
2: There's never a one of you but trusts a knave that mightily deceives you. Do we, my lady? Aye, and you hear him cog, see him dissemble, know his gross patchery, love him, feed him, keep him in your bosom, yet remain assured that he's a made-up villain. I know none such, my lady, nor I. Look you, I love you well. I'll give you gold, rid me these villains from your companies. Hang them or stab them, drown them in a drought, confound them by some course, and come to me, I'll give you gold enough. Name them, my lady, let's know them. You that way, and you this, but two in company, each man apart, all single and alone, yet an arch-villain keeps him company. If where thou art two villains shall not be, come not near him. If thou wouldst not reside but where one villain is, then him abandon. Hence pack. There's gold. You came for gold, ye slaves. You have worked for me. There's payment for you hence. You are an alchemist. Make gold of that. Out, rascal dog!
0: It is in vain that you would speak with Timon. For she is set so only to herself, that nothing but herself, which looks like man, is friendly with her. Bring us to her cave. It is our part and promise to Athenians to speak with timing.
3: At all times alike, men are still not the same. Tis was time in Greece that framed her thus. Time with her fairer hand, offering the fortunes of her former days. The former man may make her bring us to her, and chance it as it may. Here is
0: her cave. Peace and content be here, Lady Timon, Timon, look out and speak to friends, the Athenians, by two of their most reverend senate greet thee. Speak to them, noble
2: Timon. Thou son that comfortest, burn, speak, and be hanged, for each true word a blister, and each false be as cauterizing to the root of the tongue, consuming it with speaking. Worthy Timon, of none but such as you, and you of Timon, The senators of Athens greet thee, Timon. I thank them, and would send them back the plague, could I but catch it for them. Oh, forget what we
0: are sorry for ourselves in thee. The senators with one consent of love entreat thee back to Athens, who have thought on special dignities, which vacant lie for thy best use and wearing.
3: They confess toward thee forgetfulness to
2: General Gross. You witch me in it, surprise me to the very brink of tears. Lend me a fool's heart and a woman's eyes, and I'll beweep these comforts, worthy senators.
0: Therefore so please thee to return with us, and of our Athens, thine and ours, to take the captainship. Thou shalt be met with thanks, allowed with absolute power, and thy good name live with authority. So soon we shall drive back of Alcibiades the approaches wild,
2: therefore, Timon. Well, madam, I will, therefore I will thus. If Alcibiades kill my countrymen, let Alcibiades know this of Timon, that Timon cares not, for their knives care not, while you have throats to answer. For myself there's not a whittle in the unruly camp, but I do prize it at my love before the reverend's throat in Athens. So I leave you to the protection of the prosperous gods as thieves to keepers. Stay not. All is in vain. Why, I was writing of my epitaph. It will be seen tomorrow. My long sickness of health and living now begins to mend, and nothing brings me all things. Go. Live still. Be Alcibiades your plague. And last so long enough. We speak in vain. But yet I love my country, and am not one that rejoices in the common wreck, as common brute doth put it. That's well spoke. Commend me to my loving countrymen. These words become your lips as they pass through them.
3: And enter in our ears like great triumphers in their applauding gates.
2: Commend me to them, and tell them that, to ease them of their griefs, Their fears of hostile strokes, their aches, losses, their pangs of love with other incident throes, that nature's fragile vessel doth sustain in life's uncertain voyage, I will some kindness do them. I'll teach them to prevent wild Alcibiades's wrath. I like this. Well, she will return again. I have a tree which grows here in my close, that mine own use invites me to cut down, and shortly must I fell it. Tell my friends, tell Athens, in the sequence of degree, from high to low throughout, that whoso pleased to stop affliction, let him take his haste, come hither, ere my tree hath felt the axe, and hang himself. I pray you do my greeting. Trouble her no further, thus you still shall find her. Come not to me again, but say to Athens, Timon hath made her everlasting mansion upon the beached verge of the salt flood, who once a day with his embossed froth the turbulent surge shall cover. Thither come and let my gravestone be your oracle. Lips let sour words go by and language end. What is amiss plague and infection mend? Graves only be men's work and death their gain. Sun, hide thy beams. Timon hath done her reign.
0: Her discontents are unremovably coupled to nature.
3: Our hope in air is dead. Let us return and strain what other means is left unto us in our dear peril.
0: It requires swift foot. The enemy's drum is heard, and fearful scouring doth choke the air with dust.
3: Prepare. Ours is the fall. I fear our foes the snare.
4: Till now you have gone on and filled the time with all licentious measure, making your wills the scope of justice. Till now myself and such as slept within the shadow of your power have wandered with our traversed arms and breathed our sufferance vainly. Now the time is flush when crouching marrow in the bearer strong cries of itself no more. Now breathless wrong shall sit and pant in your great chairs of ease, and Percy insolence shall break his wind with fear and horrid flight.
0: Noble and young, when thy first griefs were but a mere conceit, ere thou hadst power or we had cause of fear, we went to thee to give thy rages balm, to wipe out our ingratitude with loves above their quantity.
3: So did we woo, transform Tymon to our city's love. By humble message and by promised means. We were not all unkind, nor all deserve the common stroke of war.
0: These walls of ours were not erected by their hands from whom you have received your griefs, nor are they such that these great towers, trophies and schools should fall for private faults in them.
3: Nor are they living. Who were the motives that you first went out? Shame they wanted cunning in excess, hath broke their hearts, marched into our city with thy banners spread, by decimation and a tithe death. If thy revenges hunger for that food, which nature loathes, take thou the destined tenth, and by the hazard of the spotted die, let the die spotted.
0: All have not offended. For those that were, it is not square to take on those that are. Revenges, crimes like lands, are not inherited. Then, dear countrymen, bring in thy ranks, but leave without thy rage. Spare thy Athenian cradle, and those kin which in the bluster of thy wrath must fall with those that have offended. Like a shepherd, approach the fold and cull the infected forth, but kill not altogether.
3: What thou wilt, thou rather shalt enforce it with thy smile, than hew to it with thy sword.
0: Set but thy foot against our rampired gates, and they shall open. So thou wilt send thy gentle heart before, and say thou'lt enter friendly.
3: Throw thy glove, or any token of thine honour else, that thou wilt use the wars as thy redress, and not as our confusion. All thy powers shall make their harbour in our town, till we have sealed thy full desire. Then there's my glove. Those
4: enemies of Tymans and mine own, whom you yourselves shall set out for reproof, fall and no more and to atone your fears with my more noble meaning, not a man shall pass his quarter or offend the stream of regular justice in your city's bounds, but shall be rendered to your public laws at heaviest answer.
0: Tis most nobly spoken.
3: My noble general, time is dead, entombed upon the very hem of the sea, and on her gravestone this in sculpture, which with wax I brought away whose soft impression interprets for my poor ignorance.
4: Here lies a wretched corpse of wretched soul bereft. Seek not my name, a plague consume you wicked caitiffs left. Here lie I, Timon, who alive all living men did hate. Pass by and curse thy fill, but pass and stay not here thy gate. These well express in thee thy latter spirits. Though thou abhordest in us our human griefs, scornedest our brains flow, and those our droplets which from niggard nature fall, yet rich conceit taught thee to make vast Neptune weep for I on thy low grave, on faults forgiven. Dead is noble Timon, of whose memory hereaftermore. Bring me into your city and I will use the olive with my sword. Make war, breed peace, make peace, stint war, make each prescribe to other as each other's leech. Let our drums strike.
0: Timon of Athens was written by William Shakespeare. It starred Amber Kendrick as Timon, David Ault as Alcibiades, Mary Hall as Flavia, Christine Garvey as the first senator, Andrew Richards as the second senator, Stephen J. Davis as the poet, Robert Aldington as the painter, and Gareth Johnson as the soldier. Title music was by Etienne Roussel, additional music by Epidemic Sound, and sound recording by Gareth Johnson. It was produced and directed by Dario Knight for Unbound.